May it be a good morning, may it be a good day for Klai Yisrael. We should hear Besoros Tovos and a sweeping victory. We continue, Mesilas Hashem. Please help yourself to coffee and donuts. Our 10 minutes of meaning. Continuing to tap into the Ramchal of Moshe Chaim Lutzato's Mesilas Yisharem, his formula and pathway towards a better version of ourselves. We've begun the 24th chapter, the 24th parak, that deals with the notion of Yira, living with Yira, living with a healthy dose of fear and awe. Not just living life with the Geshmak, with the wonderful joy of being a Jew, of which there is so much, but also the much less popular, but equally or arguably more important, a healthy dose and understanding of awe, of fear. This is Hashem's world. He is the King of Kings. To surrender, to submit to Him, to recognize that He is in charge and He is in control, and we are not. We spoke last time, Rav Hutner's distinction between what he called Koach HaHilul and Koach HaChilul. The difference between looking at a world where you see Hashem everywhere and we're in awe of Him, versus living in a world in which you say, eh, I'm not impressed. Nothing's awe-worthy, nothing's awesome, nothing is goosebump-inducing. Eh, eh. We're struggling, a Amalek's attitude of eh, koach achilo, your machalal, everything is mundane and profane, nothing is sacred, nothing is sanctified, nothing is the hand of Hashem. We need to reinstate and reinstall, we need to work on a healthy dose of yira to see the hand of Hashem everywhere, to realize He's in charge and He's in control. And tragically, we're suffering through that now as we so desperately turn to Him, surrender to Him, and realize, Avinu Shabbat our Father in Heaven, we need You. We need You. We need You to interfere. We need You to protect. We need You to empower. We need You to intervene. We need You. Because You're in charge. You're in control. I heard of Avram Shor Shlita, quote, In the time of David HaMelech, there was a plague. A hundred Jews were dying a day. And David HaMelech's response was to institute Mea Brachas B'chol Yom, to recite a hundred brachas a day. And that was the response, that was the antidote, and the hundred people stopped dying. And David HaMelech connected it with the Pasuk, what does God ask of you? Don't ask a hundred, a hundred times a day make a bracha. We're well on our way after the three Shemonasres, we say, a few Ashayatzars, Shahakal on the coffee, and Mizonas on the, co- on the cookies, you're well on your way to the hundred brachas a day. How does that work? A hundred people were dying, so a hundred brachas, that is a skula, just a school of that's how it works. So he suggested the hundred people were dying a day for whatever reason, we don't understand the ways of Hashem, but he was revealing his power in this world. He was revealing his control in this world, how ultimately helpless we are, how impotent we are, how mere mortal, how fragile we are. And the world was meant to respond and react with a sense of yira, a fear, to be gripped with a fear and an awe of just how little control we have, of how much could go wrong, of how vulnerable we are to enemies, to nature, and to this world. The Mea Brachas B'choyom are our attempt to say, Hashem, I don't need you to flex. I don't need you to show your strength in order to have fear. I'm saying a hundred brachas a day. I have Yira of you, so please, don't feel a need and stop demonstrating so that I feel Yira. I feel the Yira. I'm making a hundred brachas a day. Perhaps that's part of a formula and description addition to our courageous, brave, outstanding, incredible IDF unparalleled army in the world and the work that they're doing. Our work is to make Hashem, I have Yira. I don't need you to demonstrate how fragile and how mere mortal and how powerful you are. I'm making a hundred times a day. I'm telling you, Hashem, you're in charge. You're in control. I surrender. I submit. You've got this. I have Yira, you don't need to teach us Yira through these horrific world events.
That's Yira. So the Ramchal, and this is very difficult. That's why it's towards the end of the book. You have to make your way or grow in the other areas first. But to, live with, to really live with that mindfulness and that presence and that awareness, to really live with that healthy awe and Yira, to live that Hashem, this is your world. I take my initiative and I do my best and I do my most. But afterwards and in the end of the day, you're in charge. You see it right now on the border of Gaza. You see it in the north, our soldiers, who've now been waiting for a very long time. But they're constantly breaking into singing, their amuna, their amuna. There are hundreds of thousands of tzitzis distributed and tefillin being worn and leaning in. Hashem, we got it. We have military superiority. We've got weapons. We've got bravery and courage and strength. But ultimately, it's you. Ultimately, it's you. That's our real formula for success, is combining our initiative, ultimately with the admission and the concession that you're in charge, that Yira, that Yira. So if there was ever a time for all of us to work on Yira, those on the front line are demonstrating it. And we, who are behind them, we the reinforcements, we who are pushing their back up the hill, we also have to demonstrate Hashem Yira. It is also about letter writing and rallying and advocacy and flag waving and calling out and making everyone we know stop subscribing to any news outlet that could be an accomplice to terrorism by promoting headlines, even if they later walk them back that were irresponsible and not real journalism. There's a lot of work to do, a lot of initiative to take, but with it has to be growing in Yira. Our fear, our awe, our recognition, our conversation with Hashem. The Ramchal says there are two types of Yira. There's fear and awe of hate. Hashem, don't punish me. Hashem, I'm scared of you. Hashem, don't hold me accountable. And then there's something much higher, much greater, which is Yiras Aromimus. I'm not afraid of you. It's not the punishment and consequence that I fear. It's that I'm in awe of you. I'm in awe. I see you, I see your world, and I'm filled with goosebumps. I'm in absolute awe. But it's the combination of the two. We have to have a Yira, which is his greatness, but a year that's you're amazing, you're great, you're all powerful, you're omnipotent, you're infinite, you're almighty. Now, kumbaya doesn't work. It has to be all of those things. And therefore, I realize I'm accountable to you. There are consequences to my actions. I believe I have amuna in chait, that there is such a thing as missed opportunities and mistakes and indiscretions and violations. And that I have to meet your expectations. And if I don't, I'm accountable. And I'm afraid of that. I'm afraid of that. The common denominator and theme of the two, both the fear of Hashem of consequence and the awe of Hashem, His greatness, are both about not wanting to disappoint Hashem. No, He's our Father in Heaven. He's the All-Powerful. He's our boss. You don't want to disappoint the one you look up to and admire, the one you're in awe of. The difference between the two, however, is that this notion of the awe of Hashem, His greatness, comes in the moment of the performance of a deed, of an action, or while you're worshipping, serving Hashem, or while you're violating something, when you're davening. A person should shake see headlines, you think about what's happening, you understand what's on the line, 
you shake and you realize it's his world, how, how, how hard we try, how much initiative we have to take, but how ultimately we surrender and we shake and we shudder. Or when we make a mistake and indiscretion, when we understand the consequence of what we've done. There are people who've made mistakes. They seem irreparable. Of course, tshuva is always an option. But people who violated faithfulness in relationships, people who were irresponsible in their actions that had real consequences in injuring others, and there's a woe, there's a reality check of just what a person's done. And that's the reality check we have with the chait klapishmaya towards Hashem. So that's Yeras Aromus. He's amazing, he's great, he's exalted. And when I disappoint him, when I come up short, when I fail him, wow, what does that mean for me? What does that mean for my relationship with him? We'll pick up next time with what's Yeras chait, if that's Yeras Romamus. But Chevra, this is a time for all of us to work on Yira, to say Hashem. We've learned, we've seen, we know you're in charge and in control. We don't understand your ways. So please, we have Yira. We are reacting, responding. Part of the way we're processing everything that's happening is understanding that you're in control and we surrender to you. We have Yira. So we're going to make Mea Brachas B'chol Yom. We're going to lean into Amunah and Bitachon. We don't need you to flex and show it anymore. We see and we believe. And now, love us like a father loves his children. We should hear only Besoros Tovos, Yeshuos, Venachamos today. Amen.